There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hey, hey, hey. We're here. Uh, and uh, we both had the opportunity to watch the second part. I would say actually the third and fourth part that they presented as one part uh, of Surviving Jeffrey Epstein. This is on Lifetime. A special that is sort of like a second helping of the surviving series, which we started with uh, R. Kelly. I did not see that one. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Um, uh, Not because I wasn't totally fascinated by that story. I was. However, we uh, are far more fascinated and definitely far more entrenched in the story of Jeffrey Epstein. And so... Yesterday, we sort of laid the groundwork of what we were learning in surviving Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, we met more people. We heard more stories on last night's episode. Yeah, we absolutely did. You can hear me okay, right? I sure can. Okay, fabulous. I just can't hear me. So it doesn't matter, but I'm going to keep talking. So you just tell me if I need to do anything different. Now I hear myself. There it is. So you guys, here's the thing. Last night, we watched the second two episode second two episodes the second set of episodes yeah basically episodes three and four of this four-part series on lifetime and i'm actually impressed by the show itself because i think it for the person who's never arrived at the story it is a great uh primer on on the story around jeffrey epstein and now galaine maxwell and the victims of this international sex trafficking ring like when you say those words it almost seems too sort of i don't want to say theatrical but it seems like some sort of like you know novel um it seems a little too just it seems a little too fictional well it's yeah it sounds like uh a terrible novel or right. like a very uncomfortable to read novel. Yeah, well, but also very thrilling. Mm-hmm. Very, very, there is a lot, there's a reason that we are all fascinated by this story. Um, not, you know, we are also, of course, just aware of the amount of um, victimization that happened. But the story itself is truly international and global. And that's not hyperbole. And I think this this series has done a great job of bringing people into the story in a way even if they've never heard anything about it. But it also, because the other fear that I had when watching Surviving Jeffrey Epstein on Lifetime was that it was going to be too... um, That there wasn't going to be enough, that it was going to be too similar to that which we've already learned. Right. 
And I had a little bit of those fears, especially the first two episodes, because I was like, well, I don't really see, I'm not getting a lot that's different from what I already got from the Filthy Rich series that uh, debuted on Netflix earlier this year. But the truth is, they really have done a very good job of providing context for every uh, for everyone who's new to this, but also additional layers, additional information, and and frankly, entertainment, which I know is a weird word to use in something that's so heavy and full of um, trauma. But truly, that's what it is. It's a TV show. This is not like, you know, this, this, this. Therefore, what I'm saying is they've done a good job of entertaining us with a very, very dark and sinister story. And not entertaining story. But definitely full of stuff. Yeah, but you yeah. have to like you just have to own the fact yeah. that lifetime is I mean, you're not going to just get bare bones facts. You need to be able to maintain an audience for four hours. Four hours is not nothing, right? right? And so to do that, you have to employ a storytelling um a storytelling arc or a narrative that really compels people and wants them to continue to watch. And that was the case through I think the last two episodes that premiered uh, last night. One of the things that I found really fascinating is they did talk about Ghislaine, which, by the way, I just feel like we always say Ghislaine. They all say Galen. Some I don't people know, do, whatever. though. I noticed, like, it's it really just depends on who the person is and how they knew her. I suppose. Yeah. In any case, uh, the the a lot of the portion that we watched last night of surviving Jeffrey Epstein on Lifetime, a lot of it focused on Ghislaine and her role. And what I found interesting is this was all edited and in the can prior to her arrest. Yeah. And so it clearly you realize as you're watching, oh, 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 this story was still happening and they needed to go back and make some changes because um, because they were ready to go with it. And then she got arrested. Yeah. And you can tell in the last episode because they show the house that she was living in. You know, they they did their due diligence and went back to try to add to the story. You can also tell that they're afraid of being sued because like every five minutes they're like, this person says they did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. This person has alleged everything's fine, which is a legal, you know, maneuver, which they have to do. And I totally understand. Allegedly. Allegedly. Supposedly. Um, (laughs) We did, though. Uh, we did in this particular two episodes, I think go deeper on two subjects that we weren't familiar with in, um, the first two, if that makes sense. Right. And I'm right. looking at the wrong thing. Which I'm is changing, why I'm... I'm changing, uh, chairs. So keep talking. Oh, Feel free. Um, <laughs> The, that is called on-air production. The episodes go deeper, and the two things last night that I paid attention to were the additional information about the island that Jeffrey Epstein owned, which we can talk about in a moment, but also the information around Prince Andrew. And I think they both just will disgust you even more than you are already disgusted at the notion, let's mm-hmm. start with the island, that... There was this island. Was it called Little St. James? So it was called Little St. James, but Jeffrey Epstein, they tell us in the docuseries, uh, Surviving Jeffrey Epstein, wants, he likes to call it Little St. Jeffrey. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> I mean, he had built this small island uh, fortress for himself, where by all accounts, sort of like um, the emperor, wasn't it Tiberius, who used to go to an island and I'm just going to go with you on this. Things with 
things and I'm not even going to go there because it's so vile. But like it's sort of a very similar thing. Like I'm so powerful. I have this island getaway where the laws, the rules, the strictures of society do not apply. And I am the one that is creating you know, the the entire setup, I am in control of this society. And then you saw that as told by a couple of the victims, not only Virginia, but um, this other woman, and I can't remember her name, but the one who like physically has been ill for like the last couple months, ever since Jeffrey, or not months, it's been what, a year now since Jeffrey Epstein died, mm-hmm. um, who's just clearly, clearly just been physically traumatized um, for life based on her victimization at the hands of Jeffrey Epstein and also Ghislaine Maxwell. But they they recount like how this all went down and just how just how depraved it really was and a certain amount of that is salacious right like i understand the need to get an audience and you want to tell them sordid details but i also think it's necessary to tell the sordid details because otherwise it's easy to sort of be like oh these are just rich people doing rich things right right like of course when you're rich people want to do things for you that they wouldn't normally do because you're rich no 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 that's not what this is Mm -mm. that is totally if you don't know the story learn the story because that's absolutely not what this this particular situation involved. The other thing that was so striking about that island, that little St. James that uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, purchased and then built on, is, you know, you're struck with the notion that for him it was a paradise, but for them it was a prison. Yeah. Because they couldn't get off the island. They were there to be sexual servants to Jeffrey Epstein and anybody he brought to the island at his whim. And there wasn't... You know, it's it's interesting because we talk about we talk about private islands all the time on our show. Well, yeah, we want one, right? So it would you be don't. it's it was like hiding in plain sight. It yeah. would be too much work for me, but it was like hiding in plain sight in the sense that he had he's a million gajillionaire with this amazing island, and to the outside eye, you would think, oh gosh, you know, he's got this beautiful island. He goes, he must, people are employed there. They're all, he's jetting people back and forth to the island. It's like, again, he can hide in plain sight there and be so apart from the law that again, it is his paradise in their prison. And it's not like you have to have some sort of like dastardly, you know, like he's, you know, twirling his mustache, like tying women to the railroad tracks. Like, he literally doesn't need to because women know they they knew the victims knew like, well, um, when he calls me at midnight for a massage, I have one choice. And that choice is to do what he asked, because I am on this island mm-hmm. and I am stuck here. I have no way to leave. Or if I say no, that's going to open me up to worse. Like, who knows what he's capable of doing? I could fall off a rock somewhere, right? Like, you just begin to understand how maniacal and evil this really is because he doesn't need to be he can always have that creepy clown smirk that virginia talked about they call him the cheshire cat and you know i will tell you i can imagine how his smile haunted their dreams oh sure i mean it practically haunts ours at this point right from just watching a couple of documentaries um really quickly i also wanted to say and we're talking about surviving jeffrey epstein which you can watch now on lifetime if you get it through your uh, tv provider that um jeffrey epstein oh the uh, virginia roberts talks about how 
at one point they always he always did a really uh, i don't want to say good job it implies that it was a good thing but for him uh he always tried to focus on like like eastern european women right like there was this fascination mm-hmm. he had with eastern european women but it turned out it seemed like he really just wanted women who couldn't speak english mm-hmm. or like advocate like it was just another way to like take the power so that away they would be silenced and Virginia Roberts even talks about in one scenario, I laugh just because it's so, I mean, it's so creepy to think how thoughtful this person was in trying to assault and manipulate people. He was like to Virginia, like, she's like, well, he's like, you need to tell them what to do when we're having the sex, right? Like the, whatever the sexual experiences that were happening, um, she's like, well, they don't speak English. So how am I supposed to communicate to these people? He's like, it's better that they don't speak English because then we don't need to listen to them talk. Like he just talked about people and talked about as if they were machines, like if it was just, you know, there for his own gratification, which is clearly, which is clearly the sense that you get of Jeffrey Epstein's belief in himself on this planet. Um, when he was that the world was simply there even and it wasn't just Eastern European women who couldn't speak English it was also world leaders who by Mm -hmm. the way and this is one of the other things we learned last night just echoed for us because we've already heard about this that his modus operandi was to get as much dirt on the rich and powerful as possible so that he could maintain and aggrandize his own power and influence Mm -hmm. right um, we will speak more of this a little bit later in the show, a little more of what we learned by watching Surviving Jeffrey Epstein on Lifetime. And honestly, I will just say I can't recommend it enough in the sense that this is a these women's stories deserve to be heard. And uh, this is one way to hear them. Uh, and. So I will leave it at that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese is joining us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey. Hey. How is everybody today? Doing the thing. Doing stuff, man. I am so glad. Listen, if you want to buy Sylvester Stallone's car, you can. Okay, what kind of I, car does Sylvester got? Can I actually? I <laughs> you, you'd have to go in with some friends. That being said, he's selling his customized 2019 Cadillac Escalade for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! I'm not he originally paid four oh nine. You know, cars they don't appreciate in value, my friends. It's just the way that it goes. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So this Becker, <laughs> what I did there. <laughs> this Becker automotive design. Uh, is handling the sale. They worked with him to design it. So what's crazy, it's super... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're 
Cool. It has a 43-inch smart TV screen in the electric center divider partition and a rear 12-inch LCD for rear-facing passengers. It has um, two SIM cards from different carriers, so passengers can access the Internet the entire time. It has fully electric window curtains. And the seats have built-in massagers. Oh, God. With, I mean, we're used to heated seats right here in Minnesota. No, but I want a massager. Right. He also has a cooling seat. My husband's car has a cooling seat, although the passenger seat is currently broken, which is highly annoying. Um, Cooling seats you think you don't care about until you sit in one. And then you're like, this is amazing. My new car came with that. Don't even get me started. I would have, I probably wouldn't have been able to select that on a, but it was a used car and it just had that. It just had it. Oh my gosh. Right. I, you really don't. It's, you also don't realize how great a steering wheel is until you you have have to deal with in like a couple years. Yeah. Jace is currently broken and to get it fixed is like thousands. And so I just Just sit there while you have it with nothing in the passenger seat and it is what it is. Um, Stallone is selling the car because he no longer has a need for it after purchasing it for a specific purchase. He said in a statement, my requirement for it has recently changed. But it's kind of cool that he designed the car. I don't know. It's it's an expensive Escalade. It's like re- insane. I'm looking at photos of it. Right? Yeah. It's neat. It's I all mean, white sure, inside. Like, in a world where you're just a filthy rich, yeah, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Those escalates are big. When I see them on the road, I'm like, boy, how do you park these things? But you know, it's so funny. Like, this is how you realize, like, this is how I know I wasn't born to wealth or it's not swimming around me as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I, if you were like, pick out your dream car, it would look nothing like this. No. It would not have, it would not be this huge. I mean, no. this is a boat. You guys, mine would be a minivan. Like, that's your dream car. True. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, but you have a reason for that, right? Like, yeah, but when, when, if you could pick out your dream car, like, what would it be? Small. It would have all the bells and whistles, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it would be for me. I would want mine a would super be a <laughs> cool, I want like an old, cool Mercedes convertible. Yeah. Like an old one. But then I also want, I would have to have someone who could fix it all the time because I know that it would break all the time. But I just think like an old, cool Mercedes convertible would be so fun. The more we talk about this stuff, the more I realize I'd be a crappy, like, millionaire. Yeah, you would Most be boring. Of us would be. Because I'm like, oh, I don't want a private island. They're too much work. I don't want, like, I don't need a fancy <laughs> car. Well. I like my, I just want a fancy You can visit minivan. my private island. I'm totally fine with the upkeep. Well, you have my to remember there. that the word staff comes with the expense of all of yeah. these things. Yeah, that's, see, that's again, that's the reminder that you're not swimming in the wealth right. because to them, they're like, well, okay, this car makes perfect sense because we're, not, driver. we're not actually. Um, he's never driven that. We're car. not actually behind the wheel. No, he's riding in it. I would love a driver <laughs> if there was any. I mean, now it doesn't really matter. But if there was anything that would be so nice to have, it would be if I got super rich, it would be a personal driver. Because I, think of all the stuff you can get done in the car if you're not I, driving. No, I want it. a chef. Oh, you do. Yes, oh, right. for sure. All right. Duh. Danica Patrick is responding to criticism of failed dating relationships after she split from Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So she took a critic to task over a remark made about her personal life on Instagram. Here's what somebody wrote. At 38, it's over for you in the relationship world with high-value men. From a failed marriage to failed dating, clearly you have a problem in dating. Mm-hmm. She replied, if we, let one person, if we let what one person thinks of us be our reality, we are doomed. Realize that what someone says to us, right, has a lot more to do with their own wounds and reality than ours. Mm -hmm. Dropping truth bombs without telling the truth. Our reality is our decision. Still not easy. 
but true. Also, you sexist jerk at 38, it's not over for you. If And just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it's failed. True. It just can just mean that it's moved on. You know, I've said this before. I have a really difficult time with that that term, failed relationship. Yes. Because it does put the onus on, like, the people in the relationship, which you can argue, right? But But truly relationships they're just they don't always go on forever no, you know and it's nothing not a has failure. to go it just on forever. Is what it is it's okay no, you, yeah you're the the decision for people to go in different directions does not mean that they failed it just means the end of what they had yeah. right right i agree but you know some people need that and it usually comes from a place of bitterness or spite so yeah. but you know it takes yeah. people a while and it is different <laughs> i mean if you have children and you have a family unit that you're trying to preserve that's the different when it comes to the relationship but if you're dating somebody for a couple of years and then you move on i don't know i guess i don't look back and be like well i failed at that one right. i failed at that one right? i'm just like okay i dated that person and it was whatever yeah it was what it was <laughs> I know. we just moved on it's very strange we're just over that uh, Portia de Rossi says Ellen DeGeneres is doing great. Okay, <sighs> doing this great. was so. Did she hire so a bot army to say that? This is a lie. Planted. And um, full of lies. She told a photographer when she was walking her dogs oh, in Santa Barbara, California. She just happened to be out walking hmm. her dogs and happened upon a photographer. Can you believe it? She was asked if Ellen continues to plans to continue hosting the Ellen DeGeneres show, and Portia de Rossi said, "Yes, she is." I just think to say like she's doing great is just I don't. I'd be I like, it's know. none of your business. Get out of my way, Get you weirdo. Which way. tells you that that this experience was completely pointless. right. Like if you're gonna walk with me, then take the dog bag and you can pick up the poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself useful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, this Meghan Markle and Prince Harry book is out. Finding Freedom, Harry and Meghan. And the making of a modern royal family. Are you going to read this? I'm kind of thinking about it just because I have been reading so much intense stuff that I realize that I am ruining myself. Like, I need to tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, here's- I've been doing a lot of self work. <laughs> so, but with that comes you know some you heavy just, stuff. You put that down. You don't need to do more self work right now. Thank you. You, you put that down for a little bit. Well, and if just- I scroll Instagram, I feel like I do need to be doing more for here's- everything in the world. Here's what I would like you to do. I would like you to take one for the team and read this book because okay. I'm in the midst of reading a book right now. Mm-hmm. And I assume that Lori and Julie are probably reading this book. Um, I heard them talking a little bit about it yesterday. But I just want to know whether or not when I'm done with my current book and then I have another book after that that I want to read, I need to know if it's worth stopping or if I can just get the report of the report. Because I will say with this book about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, I'm very suspect that we're going to find out anything that approaches actual reality based Based on who wrote the book. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, there's a, they are denying that they had anything to do with interviews, um, but others say that isn't true. Okay, you know what I'm going to do right now as we're talking? I'm going to burn one of my Audible credits. Woo-hoo! Confirmed. I just did it for you. Thank <gasps> you. It has two five-star ratings right now. Elizabeth okay. Reese, I'm so proud of you. Let us know what you find out. <laughs> I will. Thanks for that wonderful dirt alert. This uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're just going to go straight to Blinded by the Item. That's it. Just blind items over and over again Love after this blind items. on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live to and everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. Obviously, it's so obvious. Colleen Lindstrom. And, uh, you know, today we are going to forego the 30 second pop culture challenge and go right to our favorite segment. 
blinded by the item. Or not. I don't think you can probably hear anything. But here's the thing. Blinded by the item. I'll just do this segment myself. Okay, hang on. I got it. I got it. I got you it. You got Ready? it? Oh, it's not working in here either. Well, that's fine. Blinded by, by the item. item. It's oh, okay. We'll you know what? Talk. Oh, here we go. Blinded by the There we go. All right. That was fun. Thanks for that. So what's a blind item, you ask? Well, oh. crazydaysandnights.net is a resource we use to get some of the best blind items in the business. Juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. Mm-hmm. And here's how it's going to work today. Okay. I've brought some blind items for you, Colleen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I'm going to leave all the juicy names left out. You're going to add the names and then we're going to talk about them. And I found some really good juicy blind Ooh. items. Some of them are confirmed, and they all come from crazydaysandnights.net, which is a wonderful resource for gossip. This is like sitting down with a big bowl of your favorite snack food, mm. Doritos, mm. chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. What do you want right now? Mm. I mean, all of it. Okay. Here's the first uh, blind item that I have for you, Colleen. I want you to tell me who this is about. And this is confirmed, by the way. This means that NT Lawyer, who does the website, has actually attached the names. But here we go. This former A-list, mostly television actress, has decided to join with her former co-star in screwing people over in that pyramid scheme the co-star has been doing for a couple months. Okay. A-list, mostly television actress, uh, and a former co-star. Now, I will say... Um, oh, go on. No. no, you go on. I was just going to say, um, I didn't... I know the A-list, mostly TV actress, and mm-hmm. I can give you hints about her. Okay. I did not know the former co-star. Okay, so I don't know why this... I have no reason... No reason whatsoever to know to say this name, but uh, it's just a gut feeling. Do it. Is it Candace Cameron Bure? No, oh. it is not. Okay. Um, and the reason is, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but right. but but here's what I will say. Think about um the A minus list. Uh, the A minus list, mostly TV actress. Mm-hmm. You don't. Pr- I can't think of the last thing she's been in, but we did talk about her a lot in the last two years um, for a very specific reason, unrelated to. Well, let me put it this way: she was involved in a movement. Mm. Okay, like in the Me Too movement. Perhaps, Is it yes. Rose McGowan? Ding 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 ding. Okay, and is the former co-star? Is that going to be? Um, is it is it somebody famous also? Well, she is, but I don't know her, and that's my oh, own ignorance. Okay, so you might know Ooh. her, but see, then I have to know who else was in. Was it the other gal in Charmed with them? Yeah, but we don't. I don't know her name. Okay, so should I just give you her name? Yeah, and also, what is the pyramid scheme? Are they like I selling know. Amway? So we've still got questions, but here's here's what we know. Okay, um, the the actress, by the way, the other one, Holly Combs. Yeah, I don't know her name. You don't, yeah, I don't Mm-mm. know her. No. Okay, uh, let's just do... Let me read this for you. Rose McGowan has decided to join with Holly Combs in screwing people over in that pyramid scheme the co-star has been doing for a couple months. I don't know what that is, but I found this headline, Colleen, mm-hmm. and maybe this will get us there. 
Rose McGowan and Holly Marie Combs have charmed reunion and call out Alyssa Milano and Shannon Doherty's feud. So I'm wondering if this has to do somehow with just charmed. Mm. But I don't know why that would be considered like a pyramid scheme. Because then I was like, is she like a Scientologist? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is like, what is the pyramid scheme? I was hoping you would like, know this. Is Holly she selling oils? Is she? <laughs> I know. Is it like, like some doing... kind of ca- is it like, like candles with jewelry? <laughs> which you would be all about. Sure. But I did find the story that Rose and her have uh, have a charmed reunion and call out Alyssa Milano. I'm like, what's What's the connection there, I wonder? I don't know. It says that they um, they gave fans a special treat, holding mm. an Instagram live chat reunion, and went into never-before details about the show and their star, the stars Alyssa Milano and Shannon Doherty. And you know if Rose McGowan is involved, there's going to be some receipts. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. In fact, a fan had asked um, them if um, Alyssa or I should say Alyssa Milano and Shannon Doherty really hated each other, Rose did not hesitate to respond and set the record straight saying, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Mm. So she like was totally dropping the receipts mm. on this feud between Alyssa Milano and Shannon mm. Doherty. Mm. Mm. Do you want another one? I do. Can you say it slowly? Say what slowly? The blind item. I'm going to move to a different place. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so go slowly. All right. Okay. Hi, guys. Again, we're doing blind items, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. I am going to read a blind item for Colleen, and she, to the best of her ability, is going to guess who I'm actually talking about. Oh, fun. I think this one you're going to get really quickly. Okay, cool, cool. And we're going to really be excited to talk (laughs) about it. sorry. The former A-plus list rapper says there were dozens of hidden cameras Mm. filming him for a new season of the show. Mm. He thought he was there for vacation and felt used. That's going to be Kanye West, and the show would be Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm. That's nasty. What I'm hearing from that is that uh, they were definitely filming the show whilst... They were on that private vacay. Yep, let me read this. Which then, for you. oh, yeah, okay, fill in the blanks. Yes. So, Kanye West says there were dozens of hidden cameras filming him for the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He thought he was there for vacation and felt used. Which, um, do you know Keeping Up with the Kardashians? But can we also talk about this? Do you know what? The, oh, there is so much going on here. I know. Do you know what I'm thinking? Are you in my brain? No. Fine. Get in here. So remember how they were all like, oh, you know, first of all, they weren't even supposed to be where they were. They were in the DR in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, which, by the way, they're not supposed to be there. They're not supposed to be there. And if they were actually, if there were dozens of hidden cameras filming him for a new season, that means that people would have had to go in in advance Mm-hmm. Or they were there mm-hmm. while they were there, mm-hmm. and they weren't supposed to be there because mm-hmm. it wasn't nobody supposed to be mm-hmm. there. Do you see what, where I am? Like this is all. There is too much bad stuff going on in one well, place. It also that nobody's supposed to be. It also goes. What the thing that I thought about was that this all goes against what we were told previously 
Uh, you'll remember it Which was leaked to TMZ and People magazine that, oh, don't worry, Kanye is not going to be involved in this next season. Yeah. They're not going to use his, quote, mental illness right. as a storyline. Mm. It was made very clear which, again, that was just propaganda from them. Meanwhile, cameras are on the island. Also lies. You want another one? Do we have time? One more. Blinded by the item. Okay, one more blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Juicy, that's the gossip with the names left out. Do you want, because I have got a lot. I got a one-name rapper. I got an A-list actor, singer, really bad person. I got an A-minus, B-plus list actress. Oh I've got gosh. bearding. I've got money. Let's do bearding. Okay, bearding. All right. Okay. Wow, that was a lot. You threw a lot at me. I know. I'm okay. just telling you there's no, a lot thank of blind you. Thank you for taking me to the buffet. The A minus B plus list actress mm. has cost herself any further bearding gigs. The idea is not to spill the secrets or drop hints, which is what she's doing right now about one of her former customers. Ooh, A minus slash B plus list actress. Mm-hmm. And she can no longer beard because she's spilling secrets and dropping hints mm-hmm. yep. about one of her former customers. Yep. So here's the thing I'm going to tell you. You mm-hmm. only know the A minus B plus list actress. You you will know one of her alleged ex- beards, beardy, beardy people, beard, er, beardies. You will know one of the people she was in a relationship with. Certainly the person that she's spilling secrets about. You don't know. Okay. Allegedly. Okay. Well, I mean, I. Oh, it's not Jennifer Garner. Okay. Now, this is a person who. This is not going to be at the tip of your tongue, but in terms of beards, this is an actress whose name we've heard before. And if I were to give you. I mean, I can give you another hint if you want. Is she currently with somebody? Is she bearding for somebody right now? Actually, I think that the most recent story was that she just broke up broke with up with her boyfriend, who I also didn't know, but they had been together for more than a year, Ooh. and they looked adorable holding puppies. Oh, holding puppies. She was in a movie that we really liked. Oh, okay. Which movie was she in that we really liked? With a sexy, sexy guy. With Zac Efron? No. Oh. With uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Ooh. She was in a movie with Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. It, not so, not Jenna Duan Tatum. No, no. That's his. Who else was in? Uh, who else? Okay, he played, just... I think he played um, Channing Tatum's love interest, right? He did? Or she, she did. did. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, what? Hold the phone. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> um, in which one? Magic Mike? Yeah. Who was that? I don't remember. Just say it. Olivia Munn. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Want me to read the blind item? Yes. All right. <laughs> Olivia Munn has cost herself any further bearding gigs. The idea is to not spill secrets or drop hints, which is what she's doing right now about one of her former customers, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Now, to be clear, this is a blind item. Gossip. Rumors. Innuendo. Mm-hmm. Bearding. What's that, Colleen? That is uh, where uh, that would be the person who dates a human mostly to try to cover up their true uh, sexual identity. Yeah. Or just like they're an actor who doesn't want to be in a relationship. It's basically a publicationship. It's a publicationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I will read. Olivia Munn has... Oh, no, I read that. Oh, but here's what I wanted to say. Yeah. So a couple things. Mm-hmm. First of all, I was like, well, the idea is to not spill secrets or drop hints. What secrets or hints is she dropping? Well, then I happened upon... This headline, boop, 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 beep. 
Nope. This headline. Yep. Olivia Munn says one of her ex-boyfriends was gay. <gasps> and then I realized that that had to do, apparently recently she went on a podcast with Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. and talked about um, one of her ex-boyfriends being gay. Oh. No one, I, I don't think anybody we would know. But then what's also interesting about that is she just broke up with this other guy uh, who I don't know named hmm. Tucker Roberts. Do you know him? No. But of course, I don't even know her. The person Tucker, that she, I don't even know her. The person she was most rumored to be a beard for, quote unquote, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, who, by the way, I think just broke up with somebody else. Yeah, Danica Patrick. Everybody, yes, everybody is breaking up. Oh, uh, on that note, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, we got to get the Cobra gang together because some news dropped yesterday having to do with one Britney Spears. Maybe you've heard of her. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it when we come back on My Talk 1071. Oh, we've got a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. Hi. And when we have a mystery to solve, specifically, well, any mystery, we uh, call together the Cobra Gang, but this is a Britney mystery. Oh, here. I can do it, I think. Maybe. Where is it? That is not it. Oh, wait, here. All right. Okay. Now so we gave him the buttons and now it's all over. It's all farts from here it's on out. It's all farts from here we on out. We have a mystery to solve, Cobra Gang, so get it together. Because Colleen. Yes. Britney Spears dropped over a million dollars on conservatorship legal fees last year. Um, One million dollars. Okay, how do we know this, first of all? Well, thanks for asking. You're welcome. It's like we planned it. tabloids, uh, in this particular case, but I know E! got uh, a hold. E! News got a hold of this story as well, but as did The Blast. They were able to get a hold of an accounting receipt uh, or... um, Accounting of <laughs> uh, all the money. Gosh, we're so money Like we. I mean, know you can so tell much. I got an accountant. Mm. Nope. Um, because my money goes on one line, and, and usually has a little minus sign <laughs> yeah, in front exactly. of it. Exactly. But and it's in red. Weird. In this case, we got uh, or the blast rather got a hold of sort of the line by line. Um, items on the fiduciary and attorney fees costs for Britney Spears conservatorship hmm. for 2019. And you guys, that million dollars was actually $1.2 million or $1 million two, uh, I don't even know if that's 1.2. I don't math. $1,202,503.30. That's was, 1.2 million. Was spent on her conservatorship in the year 2019. Now, it should not surprise us that a lot of money was spent on a conservatorship because this is the machinery that's running the empire known as Britney Spears. Right. Although that does seem like a lot. And also, once you start to dig into the item-by-item amounts, um, we got to talk because, you know, the whole uh, frustrating thing for those of us on the outside has been, like... 
you guys, there are so many people making money off this conservatorship. It's no wonder they don't want to end the conservatorship, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have to take our word for it anymore because right in front of us, we see, first of all, who is uh, the mm, conservator chief executive conservator operator person? That would be Jamie Spears, her father. Yeah, her father, um, the the uh, official conservator, co-conservator. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the other co-conservator in just a moment. He collected $128,000 last year. I mean, that is... That's not nothing. That is some lettuce. Right? Like, people will say, like, oh, out of millions, 100,000, that's nothing. These no, people, but that, but, don't even think about the millions. Think about, like, a human being making 100, however many, what? 128,000. Yeah, that's a whole lot of money. Think about all the people right now who are doing five times the amount of work for about $5. I'm thinking of them. Now the I know them. F- now the f- exactly we all know them, uh, and you know. Anyway, I'm not going to focus on that for too much because it'll just make my head explode. Okay, but it's not just her dad. So again, 1.2 million dollars. Mm-hmm. This also um, involves a person who you will recognize, Colleen. Her uh, what is her name? Something Hall? No, Hill. She might be Hell? on here as the as a case manager or something, but she's not listed on here. She might be getting fees in another oh, okay. category, which we will get to. But the other co-conservator listed in Britney's um, conservatorship accounting details that were leaked this week, 80, no, I'm sorry, $27,000 to Andrew Wallet. Okay, so I thought he wasn't a thing anymore. So did I, but he might have just been doing it for a part of 2019. Oh, sure. Before he stepped aside, because wasn't it? No, you're right. It was early. It was either late 2018 or early 2019 that he started to tiptoe back and handed it squarely over to Jamie Jamie Spears. Spears. And then and then Jamie, when he had to hand it over, handed it over to this Jennifer Hall. I made that up. I don't know her name. But but the woman who took over in name only because she really didn't do any additional work. She was one of the people that was helping manage the case. Now, this is what I want to get to. So, okay. again, we're talking about Britney's um, conservatorship money. We don't have a lot of time, but I do want to go through and just know that, like, of the listings, like, when I look where the fat bulk of this money is, mm-hmm. $1,200,000-some thousand, mm-hmm. uh, legal fees, 400000 Legal fees. That doesn't include legal costs, legal fees, legal fees, legal fees, legal expenses. There's just one line item that says legal expenses... Four hundred thousand, eight hundred ninety dollars. Okay, there is a lot of money that is not accounted for. Um, something's fishing, but we don't know what it is. But we're gonna find out. Yeah, we are. someday when we come back we on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's time to roll out fall, everybody. It's the official open season of <laughs> fall. It's true. No, yeah, we'll tell you ready. how we know. No, it is, and I'll tell you how we know. Okay, when we come back on my time. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.